Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Deb, actually known as Deluxe, and I am here with you today on this fantastic, gosh, what day is it today? Tuesday? I think it seems like uh, it's been a long week already. Fantastic Tuesday and uh, Taco Tuesday. Um, and I am here to share with you some insights on this great slate we've got. It's an eight-game slate for the NBA. Man, do I have some big shoes to fill. I don't know about you guys, um, but I was super excited to see all those winning lineups last night. Holy cow. I mean, we're not talking about tens of dollars, even hundreds of dollars. There were several in the thousands of dollars last night for our members, and that just got me so excited. And of course, I was on an airplane last night and did not play anything. I was telling coach earlier, there's probably 10 times a year that I just don't play, whether I'm, you know, on a plane or at a wedding or something. And uh, that was one of those times. And inevitably, um, the family does really well on those nights. So I might have to give it up altogether just, uh, you know, in order to, uh, uh, you know, for the for the Coach Talk family to do well, because it seems like they do really well on nights I don't play. So congrats to all those winners. And uh, let's look to make it a back-to-back -back tonight. So um, eight-game slate, um, really good slate from a uh, DFS standpoint. Some juicy games, some injuries that are creating value. Some of the high-priced players are playing tonight in good matchups. So lots to choose from, which makes it challenging but fun. So uh, I hope to share with you some of uh, the insights and um uh, get some winners tonight. So here we go. First game up is Washington at Detroit. It's a seven o'clock game. Um, this is one of those games where we do have a lot of injuries. And the good news is most of the injuries are um, already determined. Um, 222 is the over under. It is a 10 point spread. So potentially some blowout uh, uh, concern. But um, you know, given where both these teams are uh, and uh, the number of injuries that they've got, um, they're, you know, they're not too deep right now. So players probably, even with a blowout, will have to play a decent number of minutes. Um, on the Washington side of things, Kyle Kuzma is still a game time decision, waiting to get that news. Uh, Morris is also listed as game time decision, although he's unlikely to play. I am assuming he's going to be out tonight. And on the Detroit side of things, you've got Bogdanovich, Burks, Diallo, Duran, Hayes, and Stewart all out tonight. So that creates a lot of value over on that side. And we've been seeing that play out in the past few games. Um, I like this game. Um, it's not one of my uh, favorite games of the night. 222 is fairly low total. But um, but like we said, there is some good value. So what does that look like? Well, on the uh, on the Washington side of things, um, I like DeLon Wright. He's been smashing it in place of Morris as the starter. And you're up against that backcourt of, of Detroit, which gives up just about the most DFS points of any backcourt in the league. So um, feel free to fire up DeLon Wright, who's at a value. Um, he's still 5K or under, which for starter minutes, um, handling the ball like he is, is, is really nice. Um, I don't mind Beal, although obviously you're looking to pay up a bit. Um, and if his minutes do get cut a little bit because of the blowout, that's potentially a concern. So um, don't mind him, but not my favorite player. Um, you know, similarly with Porzingis, um, his price is kind of high up there. I do expect him to play well against this team. Um, but, you know, with all of the um, 
with all the high priced guys tonight, he's not necessarily the one, uh, one of the ones that I am eyeing, you know, because you're starting to get into that 10K range. I think there's better matchups going on tonight. Um, if you do want to look for some additional value at the, on, on that side of things, both um, Avdija and Gafford are sub 5K on DraftKings um, and both expected to get, you know, somewhere around the uh, 28 to 30 minutes um, and both should not meet too much resistance defensively. So um, definitely a nice little fill in um, for one of those two guys, um, although not uh, necessarily priorities. Um, and then over on the uh, on the other side of things, um, you know, Detroit, I mean, you got a lot of guys who aren't that good playing. I mean, Magruder, uh, Hampton, you know, Hampton's been cut by several teams. He's actually not a bad up and coming player, but just doesn't ever seem to to fully get it together. Um, they'll be getting minutes. They'll be, you know, uh, you know, kind of showing out. But uh, the reality is, um, you know, Washington's defense is decent. Um, so I don't expect a ton out of those guys. Jaden Ivey at the point, um, he will have the ball in his hand. So opportunities for him to get more assists. But um, he is not my favorite DFS player these days. So um, probably not going to go there. I'm going to look for a little value on this side of things. Um, you've got both um, Livers, who um, even if he doesn't start, he should see a good amount of minutes off the bench. He's not the best fantasy point per minute guy, but he is only 3,400 on DK and 4,200 on FanDuel. And there's very little under 4,500 um, today on FanDuel. So not a bad price there. And then Corey Joseph is another guy. He's actually a pretty good points per minute guy. He will be the uh, backup point guard today to Jaden Ivey. Um, and he's been getting minutes in that spot. And he's just 3,100 on DK. All righty, on to the second game of the night, Milwaukee at Orlando, another 7 o'clock Eastern start, uh, another game with some significant injuries. I was shocked to see um, only a two-point spread on this one, and then I realized who was sitting out. So um, 227 is the over-under, so a little higher than the first game, but you've got Giannis sitting out, uh, Holiday's out, Matthews is out, and um, Drogic has, I don't think he's even played yet for Milwaukee, he's out as well. And on the Orlando side of things, um, you do have a couple of guys we're waiting to hear on, Harris and Carter. That has implications as they're both starters. Um, Carter didn't play in the last game, so he may still be sitting out one more. Um, so what does this mean? Well, it means that Javon Carter on Milwaukee is incredibly cheap and incredibly attractive handling the ball on the on the uh, Milwaukee side of things. Now, um, it is a bit of a pace down spot for Milwaukee, um, but that being said, 227 in, at, as the total is not bad at all. I definitely like Carter in favor of Allen in the backcourt. I think there's more opportunity for upside there. Um and uh, he is only 3,700 on DK. So I do like that play. Um, there's a lot going towards uh, Middleton, but, you know, and, and Middleton's not a bad play. I think he's around 6, 6K. Um, he's certainly, from an offensive standpoint, he's going to be, you know, the biggest offensive weapon that's that's there. The only thing is he hasn't scored more than 35 fantasy points because they're still not upping his minutes. So I think he's a solid cash game play, but doesn't excite me. I don't necessarily see that upside um, on the on the card today. So um, probably not going there. I like Brooke Lopez a lot. Um, boy, he's been um, he's just been playing great ball this year. Really, really solid. Um, I like the fact that he is not 
uh, very over-owned. Uh, there's there are a number of centers though that are pretty pretty decent tonight. So um, you're going to have a lot of choices, but he is priced at. Uh, let's see where he's at. Just give me a sec. Lopez, Lopez. He's at 7K on uh, on FanDuel. So, you know, kind of a fair price. Um, again, good for from a cash game standpoint. Um, I think I like him a little bit better on DraftKings where he is. Let's see what he's priced at there. Um, yeah, 6,700, 11% ownership is what he's getting there. So, you know, again, I think he's a, I think he's a solid play. I think he'll have a good, good game tonight, but there are, as I mentioned, there are several centers who are attractive. We can go over them later. And so, um, you know, someone to keep an eye on, but not a, uh, not a slam dunk for me. Um, on the others, let's see, on the other side of things, you know, a couple of value plays as well. Um, um, I, I do tend to like either one of Suggs or Cole Anthony, depending on if Gary Harris plays. Gary Harris sits and Suggs starts. I like him a lot. If Gary Harris ends up playing, then I'm more in the camp of, of Anthony, who I think would be six man off the bench. So um, those are a couple of options there. I'm not really going to touch a Wagner, um, who doesn't necessarily play great against this team, um, or a Bancaro. A um, little bit too expensive. We can wait and see that the news is on Carter. You could always plug uh, Maurice Wagner in there, but against Lopez, I'm uh, I'm not too excited about that one. So I'm going to be a little bit light in this game. Um, probably one from each side. So let's uh, head on over now to the chat and say hello to everybody. Um, Doug L, first one in today. Way to go! Thanks, Doug. Good to see you. Um, and we got absolute power falling there. How's everything going? Glad you could join Charlie. Hello. And Charlie F. We got two Charlies, two Charlies in here. Usually it's the double, double D's, but today it's two Charlies. So, um, so happy to see everyone in here. We got a nice little crew starting and people will be joining as we go along, I'm sure. So, um, let's take a look and, um, do blocks count on DraftKings? Definitely, definitely blocks count. Um, so, uh, and I think we've got some good blockers going tonight. Um, all right, so heading into the third game of the night and in, in our 7.30 games, um, we have Philadelphia at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, it's a three-point spread, so looking to stay close. 228 is the over-under. We do have a number of game-time decisions here that are going to be crucial. So hopefully we get this information before we lock at, at uh, uh, 7 p.m. Um, you've got Harden is a uh, game-time decision, as well as Harris and Tucker. Honestly, I think, um, well, I actually think that uh, none of them are going to play. Um, and uh, I am planning accordingly for that and may do a swap out if it turns out that they are playing. But um, I really like some of the um, some of the Sixers guys against this Minnesota team if they don't play. In particular, I love Maxi. Um, I think uh, Maxi might be my um, even if Harden plays, Maxi may be my uh, my go to guy. Um, particularly if Harris does not play because they could really use his offense. I think he's just a dynamic player going to play well against the tempo of the Minnesota team um, has been playing well of late um, and he's priced right. If Harden does sit, 
I think Milton is an excellent, um, excellent uh, go-to guy. Um, he is um, priced really low. Now, of course, that'll change if uh, if he gets ruled out. But um, but his pricing is great. Um, and we know that uh, um, when he fills in at the point position, uh, he um, he's very strong. So let's see what we got here. Yeah, right now um, he is at, boy, why can't I find him? Milton. I see Milton. I don't even see Milton. That's how low he is on the scale of things. Um, so, yeah, I don't see him in here. Um, this is on DraftKings. Let me check out FanDuel for a sec. That is too funny. Um, on FanDuel, he's got to be here on FanDuel. Um, wow, Milton just doesn't exist today. Um, so I got to check on that and make sure he's actually playing because he is not even listed in this game at all. Um, but he is somebody that I am that I am eyeing. Um, I'm going to check it right now and see. Go on to uh, DraftKings. Um, yeah, because he is min salary. So he played against Indiana. He played 30 minutes, scored 24 fantasy points. If if, if he gets over 25 minutes in a game, he's good for um, probably about 8x, um, 8 to 9x of that 3K. So I am uh, I am definitely looking at him if uh, uh, if Harden sits. Um, and I'm not really, uh, you know, looking at anyone to fill in. You know, you're probably going to get more minutes from Niang if uh, Harris and or Tucker sit. Um, but but Niang doesn't really excite me, particularly with Kyle Anderson defense. So not going to be going there. Um, I will. Um, I am interested in Embiid uh, against uh, against this Minnesota team. I mean, even with Gobert, um, Embiid has played well against them, scoring over 50 DK points um, in the past couple of times that he's played against them. Um, and I do think it's a, a, a nice pay-up spot for uh, for today, one of the pay-up players. So he's someone that I am uh, looking at with a couple of the other pay-up guys. There's a lot of pay-up guys on tonight's slate. So that is that is one concern is picking the right guy um, over on the other side of things. You know, I am not that excited about this matchup for Minnesota. Um, you know, Edwards um, Edwards always, you know, um, seems to play well, um, you know, not my favorite matchup, a little bit of slower pace um, and his price has really been getting up there. I respect the defense of Philadelphia from a team standpoint. Um, so he's probably not one of the guys I'm getting to tonight. Um, I'm probably going to go after more like a Kyle Anderson, who's a little bit more of a value play, going to get a lot of minutes. They need his defense in there. Um, I do like him, you know, going up against Embiid. Gobert's not someone that I'm going after tonight. He has not played particularly well against Philadelphia. So um, I'm probably looking at a um, an Anderson on that side and not much else. Lots of guys to choose from tonight with these eight games. So no need to go too deep or too crazy. Um, so that brings us to the fourth game of the night, Charlotte at the Knicks. Um, the Knicks have been playing some really good basketball. They are favored by 10 in this game, and the, the over-under is 226. So, again, a little bit of blowout risk. Um, you know, but uh, Thibodeau plays these guys a ton. So, you know, uh, minutes do matter, and they may play um, slightly fewer minutes because of the blowout. Um, so something to watch out for. But I do like the pricing on the New York side. I mean, Chicago, uh, Charlotte has 
you know, porous defense, the, the pace is fast. Um, and so I do like some of these guys in particular, if Brunson sits, a lot of the usage gets consolidated to Barrett and Randall. Uh, Randall's going to get his regardless. He's he is sub 10 K on DK at 9,900, which is a real attractive price to me. I think he gets 50, no problem. Um, you know, Barrett is super interesting because he is only um, 5,300 on DK. And if Brunson sits, I like that a lot um, against uh, um, against the Charlotte defense. So I'm definitely going to be um, playing some Barrett if um uh, if Brunson sits, if Brunson plays, then I'm less excited about Barrett because he just doesn't always get the usage. And um, uh, I also like the pricing on Hart at 4,800. I mean, he is their six man. He's going to get the minutes. He contributes not necessarily in points, but he contributes just in an all around kind of way. Um, since he's joined the team, I mean, he's averaging probably about 28 um, fantasy points. And so that 4,800 is, is, is really attractive to me, um, for Hart. And let's take a look at his ownership because again, he's, he's an unsexy player. I think people tend to overlook him, um, particularly since he's not starting. And that's, that's part of what makes it attractive to me is, yeah, he is 0.2% ownership on FanDuel. Now, he is pretty pricey on FanDuel, so I'm probably not going to go to him there. He's 6,300. That's crazy low ownership. Um, but, you know, you really need to get like a 34 or so out of him, and I'm projecting him at more like a 28. So I am more interested in him um, on DraftKings, where he's 4,800 and only 2% owned. Okay. And then uh, on the other side of things, you know, the pace of the Knicks is tough and their defense is tough. So someone like a Rogier, who's going to get a lot of ownership or an Oubre, they don't really excite me too much. Uh, you know, not not really interested in in going there um, and paying those um, those prices. You know, a guy that you may consider um, who's not going to be as highly owned um, is a PJ Washington um, but he's kind of gotten up there in price. He is 6,300 on DraftKings and on FanDuel, um, 7,100. So that's pretty pricey. He hasn't played. He he didn't play for a while. He struggled in his first game back. Um, so I'm probably not going to go there. And otherwise, the um, you know the the Charlotte guys are pretty expensive. So um, probably not getting to anyone um, on the on the Charlotte you know, uh, team to, to run it back, but I don't think you need to run it back in this situation. So, um, all right. So where are we at now? Let's see. We are on to, uh, Brooklyn at Houston, which is another high scoring affair. Um, two is the total Brooklyn favored by six and a half. Um, you know, Houston's tanking it right now. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, you know, they're playing some of their young guys, but they do actually for the first time in a while or the second time in a while, I guess this week, they have Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green both back. So they're fairly healthy. Nobody's on their um, injury report. And the only one for Brooklyn is Ben Simmons. So they are healthy as well. Six and a half point spread. So, you know, they're looking to keep it fairly close. Um, so who do we like and who do we not like? Um I'll tell you right off the bat um, who I don't like, and that's Jalen Green. Um, he hasn't been playing particularly well. His price keeps going down. 
Um, and uh, he's going to be running into Mikael Bridges' defense, who I think Mikael Bridges is one of the best defenders in the league. You can see it with uh, Phoenix having lost him at this point. You know, the, the uh, uh, scores in Phoenix have gotten a lot higher. And I think he really shuts down Jalen Green. Um, so I am definitely going to be fading him. On the other hand, Kevin Porter Jr. is kind of attractive. He, you know, he's the kind of guy who, um, you know, when he uh, he makes things happen, he can score 40 plus uh, fantasy points on any given night. He can score 40 points, which we've seen him do. But um, I think he, um, you know, um, I think he's, he played really well in the last game. He did score over 40 fantasy points. He's extremely low owned, 0.9% on DraftKings. He is 7,200, um, but I can definitely, I can see him hitting that number, particularly in this pace of a game. Um, over on FanDuel, let's take a look there. Um, he is... Um, 7,700, half a percent ownership. So he's getting kind of highly priced, but, um, you know, that low ownership might be an interesting GPP play. Um, I do like him. Um, I also, um, I also like, um, Eason 4,800 on DK. He is six man, but he's playing a lot better than Jabari Smith. He can play the small forward position or power forward position. He can even play some center. Um, I really like his game. Um, coach knows it. I like playing him a lot. Um, and I could definitely see getting to him tonight. Um, I like a lot of guys on the Brooklyn side as well. Again, I think this is an easy team for them to pick off in Houston. Um, Mikel Bridges, um, certainly um, in my consideration set, his price just keeps going up and up. If you had said to me at the beginning of the year that I'd see, you know, Mikel Bridges at 8,500, I'd say you were crazy. I mean, this guy was regularly in the sixes, sometimes in the fives, maybe getting to seven, but he is 8,100 on DraftKings and on FanDuel, he is uh, 8,500. But of course, I see this could be a, you know, a ceiling kind of game for him with the amount of stocks that he could get against this team um, and easy shots, assists. So I do like him, um, although he is pretty pricey and you got to kind of, you know, put him up against some of the other 8K guys who are more pure shooters and scorers. Um, you know, Cam Johnson, another guy that you could easily get to. Um, he's more in the 6K range. He doesn't do quite as much as Bridges, um, but it's a pretty good matchup for him. And then Nick Claxton against Shangoon. Um, I like this call a lot. Um, 7,300 on FanDuel and 6,500 on DK. So um, probably my favorites are uh, Bridges and Claxton and then uh, – Porter Jr. and Eason. Okay, but I will, I'm going to get at least two guys from this game for sure. And then we go to the mega game of the night, which let me, uh, let me break here and see what's going on. Let's go Lakers beat the Grizzlies to, oh, it's Pau Gasol's jersey retire night. All right. It'll be fun to see Pau in the arena. Um, so big hello to Turbo Duran, as well as to Aaron Sampson. Let's win big tonight. Absolutely. There were some big winners last night. Hope you guys were playing uh, playing along. Um, and uh, let's see, Doug, what do we got? Trey Jones, I know, 7,500 on Vandal. He's getting crazy, crazy. So we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But for right now, we've got a 243 over under for Golden State OKC. So how do you avoid getting some of these guys? I mean, with, with that kind of a... Uh, a total um, and a spread of only four points. So there's going to be some up and down the courts and back and forth. It's going to be a high paced game. 
lots of action. Um, I do like this game. I like some of the more expensive guys in this game. What's interesting is that given how high the total is, the uh, the ownership is not very high. So I don't have anyone higher than 9.6% on DraftKings, and that's Dante Givincenzo. And then on over on FanDuel, we don't have... We don't have anybody higher than 11%. And again, DiVincenzo. So, you know, you can get a Curry, you can get a Shea, you can get a Clay, you can get a, um, a Giddy, all these guys for um, five, between five and 10%. Curry, in fact, on um, uh, DraftKings is at 3% ownership, 3.7%, which is crazy. So, um very interesting. Um, not sure why um, both sides have played um, each other and played well offensively against each other. Um, as I mentioned, Curry, Thompson, Shea, Giddy, they've all had big games um, playing against each other. Um, you do have um, the Jalen without a Y Williams out today. So that's going to consolidate some of the um, um, some of the usage on the OKC side with even more to Shea and Giddy. Um, as neither Dort nor Wiggins are really um, big uh, uh, fantasy point per minute guys. What's interesting about Wiggins is, um, you know, he uh, he moves into the starting rotation most likely. And um, he did have a really good game against Golden State when they last played each other with, I think, about 29 fantasy points. So if he starts again, he is definitely interesting. Um you don't have on Golden State. You don't have the vaunted uh, uh, defense of um, of uh, the other Wiggins, um, Andrew Wiggins. You you have Divincenzo, so not a bad matchup. And uh, again, you're gonna you're talking about someone who's like at a 3,400 salary on DK, um, and on Fanduel he is resting at. 5,200. So DK in particular, but there's a lot of value on DK. So got it, got to choose a little wisely, but I do kind of like that one. I think he's sneaky good against, uh, against Golden State. So something to think about there. Um, I also like, um, so I also like um, one of my sort of value plays that I'm hoping is going to be incredibly low owned and pay off in a GPP is Osang Dang. So again, he will probably be getting even more minutes with Jalen uh, Williams out. He's been getting 20 plus minutes since he's been back from injury. He was a he was a first round draft pick um, and he just looks good. The guy looks pretty good. Um, and uh, again, no ownership to speak of. He is um, 3,600 at 4.9% ownership on FanDuel. And that's high only because there's nobody priced below 4K. So if you can get 24 minutes out of him, I think he smashes that. He is um, 3,200 on DK and only 0.7% ownership. So that's my sneaky little play for today. Um, I'm going to look at him in GPPs. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot because he's not someone who's necessarily hitting on the radar like a, you know, like a, a Milton would be if, if uh, Harden sits or like a Tyus Jones or something like that. So something to, uh, to consider. Um, all right. So moving on to Utah, Dallas, this is also a pretty uh, high scoring game Two thirty-seven. The spread is nine and a half. 
Um, still waiting on the news on Clarkson and Kessler for Utah. We know Sexton is out. I think I think Clarkson plays. I don't think Kessler plays. Um, and that's how I'm uh, projecting it right now. On the other side of things, you've got um, uh, Kleba. Um, I don't think Kleba is playing yet. He, uh, I haven't seen the latest. He's listed as questionable. I'm not sure that he plays. I'm not sure they roll him out against the Jazz with nine and a half point spread. So I would, um, uh, you know, assume that he's not going to be playing. Here's what I like and don't like in this game. So, um, you know, on the Utah side of things, got to wait and hear about Clarkson. Um, I do like Clarkson if he plays because, again, you know, with uh, um, there's just there's just so much usage to go around with this team right now. Baji is not a high usage guy. Olenek's not a high usage guy. The only guy who really is is Markkinen, and he will be expensive. He's also probably going to get Reggie Bullock defense. Um, so I like Clarkson, you know, with uh, Luca defense. And uh, I also like Olenek a lot because if Kessler sits, and I think it's looking like he will, Olenek's going to get a lot of time at the center position. Um, and I think, uh, you know, up against Dwight Powell um, with his uh, outside shooting ability, I think he could do really well. So um, I'm definitely looking to play Olenek. Um, on the, I'm not going to play THT. He's been terrible. Um, I think even Utah has realized he's just not that good. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not a big Agbaji fan, um, just from a DFS standpoint in terms of points per minute, you could look at Dunn who's coming off the bench, six man and really cheap, you know, um, but not, not totally excited about him either. Uh, over on the Dallas side, I mean, you know, Luca and Kyrie, the trouble is, uh, you know, do they cancel each other out a little bit? I think they're starting to. I mean, Luca hasn't really had that ceiling game since he's been playing with Kyrie. And Kyrie is one of those guys, he can get you high 40s, but he can also get you high 20s. Um, and both guys are expensive. Um, I will consider them because I do like them a lot in this matchup. I probably slightly favor slightly favor Luca. Um, although that's real slight. And if you want to take the savings, you know, um, uh, you might want to go with a Kyrie. He's probably going to be easier to fit into your lineup. I'm not necessarily going to make Luca the um, centerpiece of my lineup again because he's just so much more expensive than even some of the other higher priced guys. And if you look at his, uh, if you look uh, at his ownership, it's pretty high. Um, he is 19% ownership, highest owned in that matchup on uh, DraftKings at 12K. You know, you got to go down a decent amount to get to um, Kawhi. So, you know, Luca's got to score like 24 more fantasy points than than Kawhi. And I'm not sure in this matchup if he's going to do it. Um, you know, same thing if you go to uh, uh, FanDuel at 12K, he's 18,000. Again, you know, 12,000 for Luca, 9,900 for Kyrie. 8,600 for Lori Markkinen. So, you know, if you're looking for, you know, value, I mean, something like a Lori Markkinen over those guys, because Lori is probably going to get you the same amount of points as a Kyrie. Um, so that's just how I'm looking at it. I do, I think they'll have good games, but I don't think on a fantasy point per dollar standpoint, they're going to be the highest on the slate tonight. Um, on the other hand, you could look at someone like a Reggie Bullock, who seems like value for money. He is 3,700 on DK, 2% owned, the last time he faced Utah, he scored 34 fantasy points. They're going to need him out there for his defense. Um, shoots a lot of threes. Utah is weak against the threes. 
So something to consider. A little bit risky as he can be a total dud. He can also give you like 15 fantasy points. But again, maybe an interesting GPP option. The other guy who's interesting um, is is Hardaway. Uh, you know, Tim Hardaway is now the sixth man off the bench. Um, he, uh, you know, he's pretty cheap at 4,600 and only 1% owned on DK. Now he's, you know, likely only to get you mid twenties. Um, so it's a little bit, uh, a little bit risky, but he could also pop off. Um, not, uh, I'm not going to go there personally, but, uh, not a bad mid range option. Okay. So let's see how we're doing over in the chat. Hey, Rosé's joined us. Rosé, 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 Rosé. Hello. Whose price is too high? Wiggins? Yeah, on uh, Wiggins' price is too high on um, FanDuel, but on DraftKings, let's see, where is he at on DraftKings? Um, where is he at on DraftKings? Wiggins. 3,400. So big difference. So I like him a lot on DraftKings versus FanDuel. Okay. So uh, last game of the evening, Memphis at Lakers. So 10 o'clock game, island game. Hate those island late night sweat games. Um, We've got a 224 total. Memphis by one. So looking to be a super competitive game. Um, What have we got? Well, we know the news is bleak over in Memphis. John Morant is out again. Um, Adams continues to be out. Vance Williams is out if we care. And LaRabia looks like he's likely to be out as well. So really consolidating the usage. Tyus Jones takes over at the point guard position. He plays really well when he starts. Um, But you also have Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks who – who really bump up their usage uh, without Morant in the lineup. You're also missing Brandon Clark for the year. Um, so that keeps Tillman in the starting rotation and um, bumps up minutes for uh, Jackson as well. So a lot of consolidation there, making Memphis some good guys to play. Um, and against the LA defense, which has actually gotten a little bit better, um, it's still a pretty good, uh, pretty good, some pretty good options there. And on the LA side of things, you've got LeBron continue to be out. Mobamba is out. Russell's a game time decision. He's questionable. I'd be very interested to learn if he plays. Unfortunately, I'm not sure we're going to get the news early enough. I do like him a lot if you were to play and get unrestricted minutes. So if we happen to get that news, I like firing him up, but I am planning to not play him because I just don't think we're going to get that news in time. Could be a sneaky little, you know, GPP play um, if you wanted to lock in a uh, cheap GPP and play him. Let's look at where his uh, usage is at because um, a lot of people are not going to take the chance and play him. Um, he is at 0.9% ownership. So super interesting if you just want to kind of take a flyer, keep him in, and then, you know, if he doesn't play, you can swap him out for um, Schroeder, who admittedly is not going to be as good, and you've you've wasted some money there. But uh, if he does end up playing for you, that could be a, uh, a smash low-owned play. Um, I'm going to see what his on FanDuel, where he's at. Yeah, he's at 0.2% ownership. So I think it's super interesting. Um, Who else on that side do we like? You know, got to love AD. Again, he is like basically the offense uh, on this team without LeBron in um, and certainly when Russell's not in. Um, 
playing super well and against the high paced Memphis. Um, it's a pretty nice uh, setup for him. I think he scored 60 against Memphis last week. So definitely, um, definitely looking to play him again. He's one of the higher priced options, but I'd rather have him versus a, uh, a Luca, for example. Um, and uh, so assuming there's no restrictions there and it doesn't seem likely, um, he is definitely very high in my consideration set for higher price guys. Um, I do also like Reeves. Um, Reeves has been playing well. Um, he's going to get extra minutes. I particularly like Reeves if, um, you know, if Russell is not playing. Um, but even so, I mean, he doesn't play the point guard position, but he does get some assists. I just like um, his, he seems really motivated right now. Uh, you know, Beasley has not been playing great. Um, so he hasn't quite been getting as many minutes as I would have expected. And Reeves is really filling in there at the, at the two guard and the small forward position. So I, Reeves is probably my second favorite guy after AD on that side of things. All right. So that about wraps it up. Let me take a look here and see. Um, all right. So, and David Dulox joined us. Hey, welcome DD. How's it going? Um, all right. Any other questions from the chat before we, uh, before we get going and I go build these lineups? Um, Nice little group today, a little bit small. So tell all your friends a um, couple of things that I'd like to announce. Uh, you know, number one is that, um, you know, make sure to join us in Discord. And that's where you're going to get the latest information on, on who's uh, playing, not playing. You get all of the lineups in there, any lineup changes that are going on. Make sure to stay close to that. And then the big announcement for any of you who are not yet a member is, um, we've decided to do a March Madness, and for the remainder of the month, and there's about, what, 24 days left in the month, um, we are giving away memberships for $19. Crazy, crazy. Less than a dollar a day, way less than anything you can buy out there, whether that's coffee or the newspaper, anything like that. And you get access to everything. So there's going to be, um, you know, baseball and NBA and um, PGA, uh, MMA, I mean, you name it, we've got it all. And so great time to join up, dip your toes in the water, check out what we've got to offer. I think you'll really enjoy being a part of Coach Talk even more deeply than listening to these podcasts. Great group of people and really um, friendly, um, supportive, and just a great place to be. So, um, all right. So, think that is it um yep david says giving the thumbs up thank you david you made my day as well and with that i am going to leave you all and join you in discord later on and uh tune in tomorrow you'll be with uh in the good hands of crash and he will take you through uh, uh what's going on tomorrow and we'll look to crush it both today and tomorrow in nba dfs take care